<laughs> Dial it back 20% <laughs> and it'll be perfect. Okay. It's time for another episode of Stand Up and Deliver, this time with me showing the cleavage. Ah, uh, yes, exactly how I like it. Sprinkle with a little taco meat. Opening up the show tonight, we got some great comedians. Augustino Zoida, Christina Pajitsky, Steve Brown. And our headliner, Red Grant. That's coming up right now. Put your hands together for Augustino Zoida! What's up, everybody? Thank you. Thank you very much. I learned how to argue with my wife by watching my dad argue with my mom. My dad was the bad guy. I don't mean like he was the wrong one. I mean he literally would say at the end of every argument, oh, so I'm the bad guy? <laughs> always yelling at my mom. He would always just they'd get into a fight, and you know what I mean? He just, she would start crying because chicks always get emotional when they yell. He'd be like, oh, because you can cry, that makes me the bad guy? You, you don't listen to me, and now I'm the bad guy because I'm yelling. Even with us kids, we'd be like crying when he's yelling at us. He's like, oh, I'm the bad guy because I'm yelling. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to be anything like him when I grow up. Like, I'm gonna be the best dad and like the coolest husband ever. And, and now that I am older, I often say to myself, like, Dad was right, these broads don't listen. He was 100% right. <laughs> On a daily basis, I find myself going, oh, I'm the bad guy? I'm right and you're wrong, but because I'm yelling, I'm the bad guy. Okay, all right, I get it. I don't even listen to songs the same way anymore. I used to listen to love songs and I'd just be like, oh yeah, that's deep. One of my favorite love songs of all time is Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. Does anybody know this song? A couple people? It's a couple white people, all right. If you guys don't know the song, let me tell you what it's about. The guy, the guy that sings the song, he's singing about how much he loves this girl, that when they die, if there's no more heaven and there's no more hell, he'll just follow her in a dark room and hold her hand forever. And I used to be like, like whoa, that guy really loves her. Now I listen to it and I can't help but be like, come on, dude, she's not that awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I have a hard time believing that. Like, there's no chick that awesome. Like, listen, I'm really in love with my wife, but you put two people in love in a room together with no TV, there's going to be an argument. We will get on each other's nerves. Hold your hand in a dark room. I can't even hold your hand through like a line ride at Disneyland. I can't, we're gonna fight. Hold your hand in a dark room. Hands are very symbolic in a relationship. Did you guys know that? Like, I'll hold your hand, may I have your hand, may I take your hand in marriage? Apparently this represents like a whole relationship these five steps and every step is like it represents like where you are in the relationship okay we'll start right here okay this is the little one this represents you when you first start dating still skinny okay <laughs> the next step after dating is marriage that's the one with the ring on it okay and you can feel that little metal prison around there it's like it, and it's like hard to get off at this point that represents the marriage. Okay, the next step, the one that comes immediately after marriage. That is not a coincidence, everybody. This is that comes immediately after marriage. Now, this could be a good thing. This can be like, hey, we're a young couple and we're screwing. Or it could be, screw you, okay? It could be either one at that point. At that point in the relationship, it could be either one. But then the next step is just screw you. It's no more screwing. Now it's just screw you and you'll do what I tell you to do. And why would you park your car there, you idiot? Don't you know what date is on your own street? The final step that represents you when you're older. You're shorter and fatter now. You do most of the work. And then you die. Which at that point is what you really, really want. So there we are, dead, in the dark room holding hands. This is us 20 minutes in. Can you not hold my hands so tight? Oh. Sorry, was I, was I hurting you? I'm, 
I thought I was supposed to hold your hand tight. I thought that was the whole point. All right. Shit, your hands are so rough. <laughs> Did you just roll your eyes at me? How could you even see that? It's so <laughs> dark in here. You never used that lotion that I got you. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? What do you want me to do? We're dead. You don't have to yell. I'm not yelling. There's an echo in here. It just seems like I'm yelling. Can I just sit in peace and quiet and watch the darkness without you talking the entire time? We're going to be here for eternity. You're going to talk the entire time? Are you crying? No, seriously, I can't see you. Are you crying? I just don't know why you have to yell at me when you talk to me like that. Oh, so I'm the bad guy now, right? Okay. I'm the bad guy because you can cry. Thank you, guys. I'm Augustino Zoya. That's my time. You can catch her on your mom's house podcast. Put your hands together for Christina Pajitsky. I love being married, okay? I love it because now I can finally just give up. <laughs> say but I can give up in the way I always knew that I could now I challenge myself now it's a fun fun game you know like now I buy all my makeup at the pharmacy <laughs> I am paying more than a dollar 99 for lip gloss you can suck it <laughs> yeah and I don't hot wax anything dude like not up here not meow, just none of it <laughs> if we run out of toilet paper we're using paper towels <laughs> or coffee filters, whatever. <laughs> but can I tell you a secret, women of LA and women of the world, do you wanna know something that's gonna blow your mind? Are you ready? Did you know that you don't have to be a size zero? You don't have to be Kim Kardashian. You don't have to be perfect for dudes to like you because guys will sleep with anything. <laughs> yeah. right. Guys will have sex with a sweat sock a peanut butter jelly sandwich, <laughs> the crease of your elbow if it's positioned. <laughs> you think I can make that up? That's real life. <laughs> Sophomore year in college, feeling hall. <laughs> Except it was with a black guy. So it's a little bit more like this, what? <laughs> Grow up, you guys. All right, look. And why, why? Does my husband have to ask me where everything is all the time? In his own damn house. Where are the keys? Where's the dog? Where's the garage? We were so poor when we got married, we were living in a studio apartment. A studio apartment. And this guy had the nerve to ask me where stuff was. Hey, where's the spatula? I'm like, really, dude, everything we own is out. <laughs> I don't know, point to that, point to that stuff, I don't know. The wedding show, sister, don't believe the hype, you know what I mean? Don't believe the hype. Cause that's just a way for them to sell you more stuff. It's just, it's, it's marketing, right? They're fun, weddings are fun, don't get me wrong, but it's geared towards women. They just want you to spend the money, just to the women. And I know this, cause there are no wedding shows geared towards dudes, right? There's not one wedding show on TV where a father and son are at a suit shop <laughs> and dad is blubbering like, oh my God, my, oh my God. 
looks amazing. <laughs> Cummerbund fits so nice. Oh, 20 grand, here you go, here's a credit card. Too much pressure these days to be a lady. Too much, pre I, too much pressure to stay sexy at every stage of my life. You know what I mean? What, you're 30? They call you a MILF. 40? Cougar. You're a grandma? They call you a GILF. <laughs> no, not Nana. <laughs> not sweet butterscotch candy given Nanny, no. <laughs> And what's really messed up, there's like, like not one word for dudes, you know what I mean? Like there's no such thing as like a DILF. There is no such thing as a DILF, sir. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. I travel around America and America's airports. I see dads. Dads are highly unfuckable. Now here, I'm not supposed to say that on TV, but. <laughs> what are you gonna be like? Oh yeah, dad. Mm. Ooh, I like those faded blue jeans you got on. Huh? Ooh, is that a brown braided belt? Ooh, how do you tuck that shirt in so tight, Dad? I like your nice white sneakers, Dad. Dad, I like how you cleverly kept those glasses on your head with that rope. Oh, Dad, but what always gets me, Dad, it's always in the jeans. Because they're so high. <laughs> they're so high and so tight. You can almost see the outline <laughs> of Dad's vagina. What? Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Really fun thing. Catch this guy on Comedy After Dark. He's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Put your hands together for Steve Brown. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, good, good to be here, good to be here. I am from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I know y'all, some of y'all can't say that. Yeah, Tuscaloosa, that's an Indian word. That means nothing to do. So that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm enjoying the weather, man, because in Tuscaloosa, it is hot year-round. Hot. Labor Day, Easter, hot. Christmas, hot. It was so hot the other day, I saw the Ku Klux Klan marching with short sleeve sheets on. One of them got so hot, he just pulled his hood off. Forget this, these Negroes and Mexicans just gonna have to see me today. You know it's hot outside when people don't want to get gas. I've been riding on faith for the last three days. It's hot as hell. I'm saying it's so hot, man. People don't even want to do their job. I got pulled over by the police, right? It was so hot, he didn't even get out the car. He pulled up beside me, got my cell phone number, and text me my ticket. Who the hell does that? And you know how he be walking downtown, you see the police officer sitting in his cool, air-conditioned car. I got so hot, I jumped in the car with his ass. He was like, sir, you're gonna have to commit a crime to ride in this car. I looked at his ass, lit up a blunt, and said, ma'am, let's ride. It's hot as hell like that. I and I know some of y'all looking at me like, does he really talk like that? Yes, damn it, I talk like this. But I'm a thug, I'm a killer. I lay people down. I'm so good. <laughs> I am, sir, I am a real thug. I'm a real killer. But my voice don't agree with the thug activities that I indulge in. Like two months ago, I tried to rob a bank. The bank was packed. I busting there with my ski mask. Everybody in there was scared as hell until I opened my mouth. Everybody on the floor. <laughs> they laughed at me so damn hard, I just filled out an application. Let me give me a damn job. This don't make me. Oh, I've been having problems with my voice all my life, sir. I can't even answer my home telephone. Somebody call my house, I answer the phone, I'd be like, hello. They'd be like, hey, little lady, put your dad on the phone. Man, I'm a thug. <laughs> they be messing with me in the drive-thru. They know it's me. They know 
Excuse me. I place my order. They, they come back to the speaker loud as hell. Can you repeat your order, ma'am? Sir, I'm a thug. You're going to make me drive around there and throw $2,000 worth of pennies at your ass. <laughs> I drive around there and they still convinced. Sir, what happened to the lady in the car? Man, I am the lady in the car. You know, man. And I, they told me I was going to be on a TV show. I'm all excited and stuff, you know, thinking I'm going to be treated like a celebrity. But, you know, that, 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 you know, that, that dream is over. Because, I mean, y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself, L.A. Y'all brought me way from Alabama on the Greyhound bus. The bus was so raggedy, the dog jumped off the side and caught a cab. I'm talking about, I can't be seen on this bus. i just meet y'all there. Then they picked me up in a limousine. Come to find out, it wasn't no celebrity limousine. It was a funeral home limousine. I knew it was a funeral home limousine because when I got inside, the family was still in there crying and stuff. We had to drop them off at the dude's funeral before I came here. I, I, I get to the funeral, I look at the obituary, I'm a pallbearer. Who the hell does that? <laughs> now, I know some of y'all ain't laughing, but if you ain't laughing by now, that means your self-esteem is low and you need to be dead. <laughs> Man, I notice you ain't laughing. If somebody beating on you or something, you better laugh or you mess around and fart. <laughs> Speaking of farting, you ever farted and it smelled so bad it made you embarrassed, but you was by yourself? I can't believe I just did this. I got... <laughs> You ever fart and, so, and it smells so bad it made you think you were dying? This got to be leukemia. Don't know help it. <laughs> you ever fart it so hard and so loud it made the person next to you check on you? Man, you all right? <laughs> you ever fart it and walked away but the fart followed you? Leave me! <laughs> and they say women don't fart, they poop. That's a lie. Y'all be blowing the sheets off the bed, man. I swear to God. I'm with my wife, we riding home from Taco Bell. She gonna sit on the passenger side and let out the loudest fart I ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? She say, oh, I'm sorry, something my eight didn't agree with me. I said, I don't mind y'all disagreeing, just don't be arguing in my damn car. <laughs> Trying to take care of myself, you know, on this little health thing. So me being, you know, 46, I went and got the prostate exam. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's when you go to some dude you don't know and he molests you to see what's wrong with you. you your self-esteem be low as hell, your booty be greasy, you don't know what the hell's going on. But I tried it, sir, I tried it, you know, because I'm a trooper. Yeah, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I did what the hell I was supposed to do, but, you know, apparently my doctor had ulterior motives. Maybe I went to the wrong doctor. I don't know. I, I did what I was supposed to do. I went in there, bent over, pulled my pants down, and put both my hands on the table. He get behind me, and I feel some pressure. You know it's a lot of pressure when it changed the way you talk. Doctor, is this going to hurt? But that wasn't the messed up part. I look down. I see both his hands on the table like, what the hell are you doing? So you got to be careful with that doctor you choose for that prostate exam, because that time I got screwed. <laughs> yeah, I'm Steve Brown. Thanks a lot. I appreciate y'all time. Please put your hands together for Red Grant. Turn up. Turn, up. Turn down for what? <laughs> Some of y'all ain't laughed yet tonight. You got to laugh in life, because you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. You mess around, don't have fun today, wake up in front of God, he'd be looking at you like, should have had fun last night. <laughs> turn up. <laughs> you know what turn up is? Yep. That's what they're saying in the club now. Turn up. <laughs> Everybody should not be able to say turn up. If you don't have a job, you shouldn't say turn up. You should be turning in some applications. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> it's hard to be turned up. I got a four-year-old. You know what a four-year-old is? The real turn up. She wakes up, turn up. She wake up, boom, turn up. 
you're doing pay, you better turn up and first of all, wake up. Then go downstairs and pour up my milk and bring up my sippy cup and fill up my juice. And after that, shut up. That's how she talked to me like I'm a kid. Cause they looking at Nick Jr. and all his crazy cartoon channels. They like SpongeBob. You look at SpongeBob, have you seen him? He's a yellow box. <laughs> My kid go crazy when SpongeBob, when she go, oh, who lives in a pineapple? I'm gonna say SpongeBob SquarePants. Who's who's that here? I seen you seen this, huh? turned up for no reason. I'm married now, so you, my turn up is different. When you married, you got to turn in. You got to know when your turn up is over. Now, I got single friends. How many people are single in here? You single? Make noise. See? I'm glad you single. I hang with single friends. But when the end of the night is over, it's turn down time. You know, your single friends, you say, they, they be like, oh, we got 13 girls. We taking over the house, Red. You coming? Not really. And my maniac downstairs be like, I'm coming. I'm going to turn up. And my brain be like, turn down. It's no turn up right now. You ever see, you ever see a, a dude that got to go home when his friends can leave? He be looking sad as hell. Exactly. You know what I'm going through, huh? <laughs> See, when you're single, you can take girls home. You know what I mean? When you're single, you can take them home. They can take you home. When you're married, you got to go home. <laughs> it's real out here. When you're married, you can't even like girls no more. Did you know that? <laughs> you can't like girls no more. Your whole system has to change. No girls. You can't like them. And you still live with a maniac down there. He like, what's going on? I'm like, we married now. He like, you married. She ain't put no ring on me. When you get married, you become a vampire. Did you know that? You know what a vampire is? When you get married, you better not let that son catch your ass in the morning. You better not let that son beat you home. No, no, no. You be right, you be like, oh, shoot, it's 4.30. The sun be on your back. I can't let you catch me. You get to your house, you know, you be right at the door, you know how the little sun be, you ever see the vampire movies when the sun about to hit them, you be like, no. Me and my wife do wild stuff. She took me to see a 3D porno movie at the movie theater the other day. We put the glasses on and everything. It was stuff coming at me. I was in there sucking breast and everything. I look to the right, I see my wife got a thing in her mouth. I'm like, who the hell? Hey, y'all, I'm Red Grant. Enjoy the rest of your night. 
I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers.